Du lytter til Studentradion i Bergen. I Bergen. FM 96,4, 106,1 og 107,8. Følg oss på Facebook og Instagram. Abonner i podcast-appen. Ansvarlig redaktør er Jørgen Berner Wilhelmsen. Hello, 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 and welcome to No Way! No Way! <laughs> and this week, Jane has had a mischief or something, hasn't she? Yeah, I think it was an accident. I don't know exactly was, was what happened. Was it a happened. drunken accident? Or I have a... no idea, but I don't want to touch her on this, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so this week, you've got me, Kirsty. Nicole. And we have a special guest from Nicole's hometown of Leipzig. Thomas. Yes, hello. Guten Tag. <laughs> Guten Tag, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, what are you doing over here then? Well, <laughs> that, that sounded very direct. Like, what yes, are you doing? <laughs> I'm just trying to be a tourist, actually. Uh, I'm just here visiting Nicole, uh, well, looking what she's up to here in Bergen. Mm-hmm. And I've never been to Norway, never been to Bergen. And, well, I thought, well, let's come over and see what's happening here. Mm. And, of course, he missed me a lot, I guess. <clears throat> of course, yes. <laughs> because, I mean, Leipzig is not the same without me. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I bet they're all throwing parties all the time at the radio. <laughs> they're like, woo! <laughs> yeah, and what else are you doing? Like, personally, maybe not necessarily oh, in... Yeah, not necessarily in um, Norway. Yes, uh, well, when I'm not in Norway, I'm uh, working as a journalist. Uh, I'm the uh, editor-in-chief of a um, radio station run by students called Mephisto 97.6. Mm-hmm. It's a local radio station in Leipzig. Mm-hmm. And uh, furthermore, I work uh, as a, yeah, not as an editor-in-chief, but a, as a regular journalist mm-hmm. uh, for the local uh, TV and radio station. Fab. And I work as an aviation journalist and... Ah. Maybe when I have some time, I try to study my Bachelor of Arts in Communication and Media. I yeah, that's that last on your priority list. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> what an experienced man, though. <laughs> oh, cool. So aviation. Yes, yes. So have you heard about an airport in Nepal? called Lekla and it's like one of the do you know like on the American shows it was like top 10 most dangerous runways in the world and um, I flew flown into that airport and you shit your pants honestly <laughs> like it's like in the mountains like just yeah. a small landing strip and they have to go by sight and they're like twi- twin otter like yeah. 1950s airplanes you Ooh, feel like wow. Indiana Jones like, nice you're just like I might die <laughs> and you see all these like um, like wreckages of mm. like planes and stuff as well it's crazy that's that's um, really crazy stuff, yeah. But I've never been there, so uh, uh, the uh, the approach to Bergen was my <laughs> craziest approach uh, till till yet. Uh, Why? Because it was windy, and well, oh. I, I didn't shit my pants. I mean, it was not that dangerous, <laughs> uh, but it was quite interesting because it, it was shaking the old aircraft, and yeah. and I I pretty much enjoyed it. But uh, the lady next to me, uh, well, she was kind of scared. Yeah. But you're also really much into like all this airplane stuff, aren't you? Yeah, of course, of course. As an aviation journalist, uh, I'm also an, an aviation enthusiast. Yeah, yeah. So um, everything that has to do with the, with the wings, with engines, uh, with Boeing's and Airbus as well, that's my thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like looking up at like Boeing's and Airbuses and I'm like, like I like to identify them. If mm-hmm. I'm a bit yeah, bored, like, I'm just like, oh, is it a Boeing or an Airbus? Or <laughs> so in this case, you fit perfectly together. It's such a freak in this. Like we were like just having a walk up on Floyen or something, yeah. and then it was like, stop. 
I hear an airplane. <laughs> Do you also see this or hear this airplane? Do you see it? I was like, it's cloudy out there. I don't mm-hmm. see it. Oh, wait, there it is. I bet it's this or that. And then he looks it up and it was true, right? And I was like, who? I've never heard of this airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to go airplane spotting sometime, well, Thomas. We should do that after the podcast. <laughs> It's a date. <laughs> but please don't let me feel like a third wheel, guys. <laughs> Whatever this means. Yeah, I think it's like excellent coziness or something like that. Okay. I'm probably saying ah. it completely, completely wrong now, as with everything else I say in Yeah, Norwegian. I mean, I heard about Hugeli. Yeah, yeah, it's I probably yeah. like nice or whatever. But Hugeli is Danish, I think. No, no? you can also, maybe also because... I think in some ways Danish and Norwegian are really similar. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think at least the written version, I think they pronounce it differently or something mm. like this. Like a different dialect. Yeah. But still, mm. yeah, they understand each other sort of thing. But like I just heard it's hugely, but... It's, wait, no, mean, that's probably <laughs> right, honestly. <laughs> my pronunciation for everything is appalling here. Like It's yeah. my, like my Welsh accent. Because if I was like had a different accent I think I could do it better but yeah no <laughs> however <laughs> yeah so if you're just joining us you're back with us listening to No Way with me Kirsten Nicole and we have special guest Thomas from Germany, Germany. yes hello guten tag <laughs> <laughs> so yes so you're here as a tourist you and Nicole already said that you went up Florian to identify yeah. aircraft what other things have you been doing in the city um Actually, not too much, um, but yes, no, not yesterday. Today, mm-hmm. uh, we've been in the uh, what's it called, Maritime. the Maritime Museum. Oh, I love it yes. there! Yeah, it is, yeah, it is great. It's got all oh. the East India Trade Company stuff, yeah. like all the old books from like yeah. 1600s, and you're like, wow! Like, <laughs> and standing on the bridge of these uh, of these boats, well, great, great. Yeah, yeah and there yeah. was like a, a big model, mm-hmm. like uh, yeah, a ship model, which looked like yeah, or had the size of real life, oh, so you could yeah. go in there. And I felt like it was not really um, a plain floor, so I already got kind of. <laughs> seasick by just being <laughs> in there so i think i'm not and it really wasn't, it wasn't even moving yeah so i think i'm not really like made for living <laughs> in the sea or in the, the 1600s sea. you couldn't have been a pirate yeah probably <laughs> but it was really comfortable there so yeah, yeah and i also like the big steering wheel or oh, whatever they call great. them of, yes mm-hmm. yeah and then the big like telescope mm-hmm. as well and you can be mm-hmm. like oh I wonder what's happening over there yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> we tried this too yeah mm-hmm. and I was standing in the museum and I thought well why the heck did he become a journalist <laughs> I always be- wanted to become a Z-man a, a captain or whatever it was so cute <sighs> yeah <laughs> yeah so I felt like we became so childish being there <laughs> like oh my gosh there's a boat <laughs> and another one and there oh yeah it was really there, really lovely boat. Yeah, that was great. I was quite surprised though. It goes like through to present times as well, and mm-hmm. everything. Like it's got mm-hmm. all of the, um, like the 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 ferries that they've got today yeah. and all there as well. And I was just like, this is weird. Like this yeah. is cool. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so, are you up to anything else? Because you said you were going home tomorrow, wasn't it? Yes, yes. It's just a short trip. Uh, being here for four days, no, not even three. four, three days, mm-hmm. three days. So, um, yeah, probably today. Uh, try to check out the. Uh, What's it called? The the buildings down the at the port. Brugge. Oh, yes. Yeah. And we already went there like when he came, but it was dark and it yeah. was rainy, so it was uh, like yeah. super authentic. But yeah. maybe it's nice when it's not dark yet. And yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And of course, I want to check out the uh, the local pubs here in Norway, see what they are up to, uh-huh. and uh, want to get some uh, Norwegian tobacco. 
because uh, the no, no, not the snooze one. I'm the one who smokes the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer to uh, to smoke a pipe, mm-hmm. and in the pipe, the Norwegian tobacco is worldwide famous for ah. the special taste. And well, I never smoked it, and so so you gotta give it a go. I, I have to get <laughs> it a go here and there. Yeah. Oh, cool. So you have like an old man pipe. Yes, I do. <laughs> Thomas, the <coughs> old but man. I am no old man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sound like an elderly person today. My, my voice is just like terrible. I need to stop smoking. <laughs> smoking is bad, kids. Don't smoke. Yes, uh, and it's expensive. Very expensive. So don't smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very. It's about the same price as in the UK, but I shouldn't be doing it because it's not fun. So <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, like quite expensive everywhere yeah, yeah yeah and if you don't smoke you have a childish voice like mine Woo! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't sound like a fag ash Lil or a death metal singer like we do <laughs> yeah true. so you we were talking about in the break well not mm-hmm. at the break while we were listening to the music that basically uh you've lived in the usa for a year yes mm-hmm. where exactly back in the good old times um exactly in the uh, in a flyover state in Nebraska, oh, wow, which that's is an right place. in the middle of nowhere, yeah. and uh, I said in the in the good old times back then when we uh, thought that uh, not Donald Trump but that George W. Bush was the worst president the U.S. ever had, and then he, <laughs> Trump's like, "Hold my hat." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, did you study there, or did you go there for high school, uh, or what did you do there? Well, I was there as an exchange student, mm-hmm. um, and everybody called me Fess because uh, abbreviation for foreign exchange student and everybody thought, oh, that's that's funny. Yeah. And <laughs> I was there on a, on a small high school mm. with, um, if I remember correctly, maybe 100 or 150 other students. Oh, wow, so um, it was a very small high school. It was a very small high school, yeah. And, and did you enjoy that it was that few people or would you have preferred like a bigger high school? Um, at the beginning, I thought, what the fuck am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Oh, can I say that here? Yeah, yeah you okay. can okay. say swear. Like, which <laughs> ah, great. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, at first, I really thought, uh, that's impossible. I can't live here. Yeah. Uh, but after one or two months, it was it was great mm-hmm. um, to experience uh, a different America. America, you usually don't see in all yeah. those Hollywood films. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have actually no chance to experience yourself. And mm-hmm. so it was, at the end, it was, well, the best time I, ha- yeah, I ever had there. Ah, and it, they have really harsh winters there as well, don't they? It's very, very seasonal. Yes, they don't have a spring and they don't have a fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just have hot days, summer, uh, then maybe two, three or four days uh, where it's getting a bit different mm-hmm. and then the snow comes in. Wow. And, well, that winter is, well, it's a real winter, yeah. yeah. And so how did you feel there? How did like I feel? because yeah we are often talking about mm-hmm. like feelings being abroad if it's ah. hard um, to be yeah in another country mm-hmm. if it's easy if it's yeah however um at sometimes you of course you feel lonesome because uh, all your friends or your family maybe 10 or 12000 kilometers away yeah, and yeah. i can remember the first time that i came to the high school and my principal uh, he said hello to me by saying see Kyle because he thought that was funny. Oh, wow. shit. Yes, and, and that was... Since uh, when is that funny? <laughs> and that was a shocking moment where I thought, what the fuck, what's yeah. going on here? And um, th- the beginning was quite quite hard. 
Uh, but then, uh, overall, I mean, everybody uh, uh, tried to help me. Everybody uh, so uh, welcomed me there. Mm-hmm. And I was part, um, I was not just a foreign exchange student. I was part of the family mm-hmm. where I lived. And mm-hmm. I was part of the school. And, and that helped a lot. So uh-huh. yeah. yeah. And did you come up with some special yeah, advices after some time? Uh, what you can do when you feel lonely or, yeah? Uh, well, yes. What you can do is uh, just try to to become a member of uh, of the community where you are yeah, actually yeah. are. Try and not to uh, isolate yourself, exactly. even though it sometimes feels like you yes. need to. You know, N- never isolate yourself. Just just try to be active. Do th- uh, something. Well, I played uh, at a theater there. I was uh, Ooh, I was a, I was in a wrestling team. <laughs> I, I played. That's s- amazing. I even I even played golf the first time uh, <laughs> of my life. Um, so Fancy. it was. Um, yeah, it was uh, difficult sometimes, but to do these things that that really helps you. Yeah, and um, yeah. whatever you do, just don't uh, put yourself in a in an isolated position. Just don't stay at mm. home. Do something. Get out. Yeah, yeah. Did you go to any of the high school like American football things? There? Of course. It's mental over I, there, isn't I, it? I never, that? Like, I like never missed one. Oh. <laughs> yes, it's it's like war, war with a different <laughs> high school, and uh, it's it's fascinating. But you were not part of the team, were you? Um, no, I was not part because I came in there too late. Um, I was part of the team uh, d- during the training, but uh, when you play uh, football, it's not for for playing a game. It is you play that game to win it, mm-hmm. and if you have no experience in football, of course you won't be on the field. Yeah. I, I can't believe, like, because cause there's a lot like rugby in the UK, mm-hmm. but like rugby, like an American football, like, I can't believe how many times there's like stoppages in American football. The yep. game can last for hours, yes. can't it? Like, <laughs> I mean, uh, to be honest, uh, football is, in my opinion, quite boring, actually. Mm-hmm. So I um, I enjoy to, to watch softball, which is a, a lighter version of, of baseball. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, and, yeah. and of course, wrestling, uh, that's quite interesting, too. Yeah. Uh, be- because you have five or six minutes, uh, you have to to fight and that's yeah. that's good but you have all the stories sorry god <laughs> yeah but wrestling is more like um like a play where they yeah play it's like rows. a pantomime yeah did yeah. you have like storylines or was uh, it just like oh no no that's that's just the wrestling you know from tv oh, um okay. but but this kind of wrestling we um we oh, we had to fight we, we play that's the wrestling that you also see on during the olympic games oh so like the proper wrestling yes, rather of course. than like the, yeah. the so the it's more about fighting it's, it's yeah. yeah it's more about fighting and and to see who can compete against each other uh, who is better and uh, of course, it's a really tactical, uh, mm-hmm. a tactical sport. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like jujitsu and all like that yes, sort of thing, yes. isn't it? I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. That's yeah. a good comparison, actually. Yeah. Mm, cool, cool. Yeah. So you're both from Leipzig, and you're both Francophiles. Uh, Franconians, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Fra- yeah. So I suppose a Francophile would be someone who really likes someone from the Franconian <laughs> region. <laughs> yeah, of course. We also, yeah, we like each other, and we're both from this region, but we also like you. So. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's uh, yeah Franconia for those who don't know where it is and um, like my Franconia is part of uh, Bavaria but we're like really patriotic in a way like um, we don't have a problem being like Germans but we have a real big problem when people say that we are Bavarians it's like no way we're not yeah and um, yeah Thomas is from another part of Germany close to like the border to my Franconian is his Franconian mm-hmm. and yeah but then we both decided going to Saxon to Leipzig ah yeah. cool 
And what is that like being in Leipzig compared to where you're both from your hometowns and things? Well, it is different because mm -hmm. the people talk differently. Mm -hmm. um, in Germany, you make sometimes you make fun of people who talk like the Saxonians mm -hmm. because oh, it sounds yeah. it sounds kind of crazy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no one likes it except me. I think it's great, but like I know a lot of Saxonians who also don't like their own dialect. But yes. I love it. I really love it. Yeah, but I mean. If you would, uh, if you would make a count on what's the best or what is the uh, sexiest uh, dialect, Franconian, sex, of course. Yes, the Franconian would be number one, and Saxonian there would be the last place. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Same with like South Walian accents. I think we're easy to understand, <laughs> but like people just think we sound a bit thick. I think <laughs> actually, one of my managers uh, inside said to me one day when he was drunk, he was like, "Kirsten, you just sound drunk all the time with your accent." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." <laughs> Oops. So yeah. yeah, what is like Leipzig known for? Oh, um, I think there is a really oh yeah, there is a lot of really famous music stuff mm -hmm. like classical music. Okay, we okay. have the Tomana Choir. Um, it's a choir for young boys. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, before they changed their voice to an elderly voice, oh, mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then, of course, we have the uh, Gewandhaus, which is a famous uh, concert hall. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we for had, classical music. Yeah, and we had Johann Sebastian Bach. Oh, is he from there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Um, okay. Yeah, and of course, like the peaceful revolution. It's not with music, but another really famous thing is that the peaceful revolution um, that yeah made like at, la at least um, yeah started the progress mm -hmm. to um, un unite uh, Germany again. This oh, revolution cool. started in Leipzig. Cool. And was it East Germany at the time? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Cool. And. Then also Goethe uh, wrote his really famous book Faust, uh, and there is like oh, part I love of that it, book. yeah, and it? like um, parts of it play in our Keller, which is in Leipzig. Oh, mm -hmm. cool. And after this, our radio station is also called Mephisto. Oh, yeah. really? Which cool. is like oh, that's the devil. So cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all connected to each other. Uh, yeah, <laughs> cool. And yeah. So you have to sell your soul to work there. <laughs> oh, Sometimes yeah. you really do, yeah. <laughs> you got it, Kirsten. <laughs> you have to make a pact. <laughs> Sign it in blood. <laughs> yeah. And Thomas, what do you really like about um, being in Leipzig? Uh, what I like? Oh, that's difficult. Of course, we have the, uh, our radio station there, which um, is a great opportunity to, to become part of the media, to become a journalist and... That is for me, personally for me, uh, the best thing about Leipzig. But another great thing, of course, is uh, you have all these uh, cultural things. You can go mm -hmm. to the opera, you can go to the uh, to the Gewandhaus Orchestra. Mm -hmm. um, that is great. And for me, of course, we have a huge airport there. Oh. Uh, which is the, a cargo airport yes, mainly. <laughs> the second largest uh, cargo airport in Europe. Yeah. And well, Where's the first one to? Uh, the first one is... I think in, in Cologne. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Also in another part of Germany. <laughs> yes, and uh, well, every night the planes come in. Ah, great, great stuff. <laughs> but I have something to add, which has nothing to do with like what you said. I mean, of course, I also adore all the all the facts you said. But um, where I come originally from, it's super Catholic, and oh, yeah. it's. Um, People are, I would say, not really open-minded. Yes. And yeah, uh, like yeah. when you Quite look different, like also from the style you have, or if you, yeah, want to do not bad common things, kind of. Um, 
then you don't fit really in this picture. It's quite clicky. Yeah, yeah. and um, now when I move to Leipzig, people are so open and you can really be whoever you want to be as long as you don't hurt someone else. Mm -hmm. Because And if you're like in a group who wants to hurt others, there are like other people like making a protest against you and mm -hmm. kind of so and I think it's really good it's very that open yeah mm -hmm. and I think we have like a really good um, open conversation also of mm -hmm. course it's like in the media it's a lot that in Saxon we have all those right people like on the right political side mm -hmm. but then especially in Leipzig it's we have also a lot more like on in the middle or to the left and they yeah also fight a lot for their social justice yeah, yeah. So I think that's really good mm. and interesting. I mean, I can remember um, last year when we had this uh, general election in Germany going on, we were broadcasting from the town hall uh, on the election day mm -hmm. and uh, we were kind of shocked about the uh, election results. Mm -hmm. The right-wing AFD mm -hmm. uh, was the, the largest uh, party in Saxony back then. That's and so shaming. That mm -hmm. is a shaming and it was shocking for all of us. Mm -hmm. And uh, then well, after the broadcast, we just came out of the town hall and we immediately saw a lot of demonstrators, protesters oh, okay. uh, saying, well, whatever you vote for, AFD, you can go home, fuck off or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and that kind of well, helped me to, to, to understand, well, you are not alone here. So, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. good. It wasn't like... It's a bit worrying in the UK at the moment, especially mm -hmm. with like Brexit and everything. And if you go to like Cardiff or Bristol, there's a lot of mm -hmm. socialist people. There's a lot of, you know, people left leaning. But then if you go to like, say, my hometown of Newport, a lot of people agree with Brexit, but mm -hmm. they don't know why. And it's just like, oh, I can't. I can't argue yeah. with stupidity, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I heard like a really interesting report because it's like, Yeah, it was about that there is more like people voting for the right parties in the eastern or former eastern part than uh, the western part. Mm -hmm. And this could be because like before, like the left parts were uh, much more elected, like and much stronger in the left part. But this was also because of yeah the DDR, like you. Oh. GDR, the uh, eastern part of Germany. Exactly, uh, like German with the German, German Democratic Republic, that's what it's called. Exactly. Yeah. And so this was, of course, more communism and whatever. And so now it's people are still are again unhappy with the general political situation. Mm -hmm. So they don't vote for the parties who are in parliament already. Mm -hmm. And as left is not an alternative for them anymore because they are already used to this and it in some opinions didn't have that much they go to the other like alternative for Germany yeah. as they mm -hmm. call themselves yeah, which yeah. is totally on the right side mm -hmm. wi without necessarily being like Nazis or whatever so yeah <laughs> just wanted to add this because I saw this documentation about a uh, documentary about mm -hmm. it and I thought this was really interesting yeah mm -hmm. yeah I just yeah it's, it's a strange time for Europe at the moment isn't mm -hmm. it like all over and America and all as well obviously I don't know. Yeah, so we talked a bit about Germany in the last uh, part. So I, I'm off to the UK for my Christmas Ooh. break home this week now, actually. Mm. So I'm going to eat loads and loads of beef. I'm going to mm. drink loads of cheap alcohol. <laughs> have my Christmas. Yeah, you will import a bit of alcohol here, uh, if you get. I think I just need to give up after, uh, like, the UK. I think I just... <laughs> my liver is, like, hating me at the mm. moment. I so uh, I think I need to give up the, the, the booze, the, the 
I was going to say the drugs, I meant the cigarettes. I'm not on any drugs, <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> it's too expensive to do them here anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kirsten's already somewhere else in her drug <laughs> uh, dreams. No. And what are you doing in the UK except drinking and eating? Well, being a typical Welsh person, um, I'm going to go to the Autumn International on Saturday, What's which that? is um, a big rugby game that they have in Cardiff, where mm. it's going to be Wales versus Tonga. And Ireland versus England, which is always a grudge match as well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that'll be a good thing to go out for in Cardiff. That's always a good day. Everyone's wearing, like, daffodil hats and, you know, it's really good. And then I'm going to go see a band called Sleeper, who reformed recently, and they're from the 90s. So mm -hmm. I'm going to go see them in Nottingham as well. And then just generally eat loads of food and be a massive pig and then come back here just like where my jeans don't fit. And I'm like, right, back to the smoked salmon and all again. <laughs> and is there something you're missing right now about Wales? Um, I, I miss my friends, but then with things like WhatsApp and things, like it doesn't yeah. feel like you're apart from them. Like one of my friends lives in Boston and it's like real time that we speak mm. in and all. So it, the world is a smaller place in that sort of aspect now. Like we don't, it's not like you have to send like a letter to someone and then they receive yeah. it three weeks or later. You also have like those video call stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, it'll be nice to see my nan as well who listens into the radio show. So hello, yeah. nan. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> and yeah, just generally, be a pig I think <laughs> a pig yeah. but like Miss Piggy yeah <laughs> but how come that you survived uh, all the time here, here in Norway when you say that you like to eat uh, beef that you like to drink uh, beer yeah. uh, and cheap She's alcohol <laughs> How can you how can you live here in Bergen? I mean that's so expensive. Yeah, I've got three jobs, so uh, <laughs> wow. she's a really busy woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I do need to cut back. I think. And yeah. Cut back on the alcohol, and then I can work a bit less as well, <laughs> and then focus on my studies finally. But yeah, I seem sounds, to take it back. Sounds <laughs> like a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm just generally looking forward to going back for a bit, but I don't think I could ever move back permanently. Okay. Like, I'd still like to be part of Europe and everything, and I feel like but at the it, moment Britain is distancing itself, you know. And so. if, there, uh, if it would figure out that there is no Brexit, could you imagine going back? Um, not really. I, f I feel like in Norway you can walk home at any hour, you feel safe. If you mm -hmm. drop your phone, chances are someone will pick it up and not steal it you know Newport I think has a lot of social problems okay. just because of the poverty and stuff but like you know where you'll be walking home and someone will be like buy me alcohol uh, like a kid and you'll be like no you're too young and then they'll be like really scary and you're like ah <laughs> oh, so, I don't know how I'm gonna deal with all that when I go back I just gonna be like running around just permanently like ah <laughs> but yeah. yeah it just feels like a much safer place I think is lots more going on here as well in terms of like cultural events mm. and obviously I love hiking and mountains and stuff and snow so so like you do with Nicole as well. Ooh, yes. So, yeah, yeah. so I th just feel like there's a lot more going on. It's a very beautiful country. Oh my gosh. While you talk about snow, yesterday uh, we were in a cafe and we were just talking about like trips we have done mm -hmm. and that I haven't seen polar lights yet, but mm -hmm. some other have seen some in Bergen. Yeah, this and then, Saturday, like, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and yeah. then like a guy... Um, sitting next to us he just like interrupted into our uh, conversation mm -hmm. and he said that he's a tourist manager or whatever mm -hmm. and he said like it's a really good chance or at least a better chance seeing polar lights here or night uh, new lease is it called like this however uh, here in uh, bergen then in the north because 
I think of the weather or something. But uh, you should go. Or the best spot to see it is a park um, close to the aquarium, ah, because then when you yeah, yeah, yeah. so then no light pollution. Sorry, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so there you have a really good chance when it's not cloudy to see polar lights here yeah. in Bergen. Yeah, on Saturday I saw a few people's pictures on the New Friends Bergen page, and I was mm. just like, "Oh my god!" It just, like, and I was in work, and by the time I left, like, I couldn't see them. I was just like, "Damn it! God damn you, light pollution!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have seen the pictures the next day, and I was like, "Why didn't no one tell me before?" <laughs> well, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the polar lights once in my life. Yeah. Uh, when I was flying back from uh, from the United States back to Germany, oh, wow. we flew okay. over to uh, over Greenland on a night flight. Wow. And I was sitting on the right side of the plane and I could enjoy all the polar lights. Well, it was great. Oh my God, I really thought that was amazing stuff. from the sky as well. It it was amazing, it yeah. was amazing. But I still can't understand why all the people in the plane just slept all, yeah, all the way through the flight and no, nobody nobody looked out. I don't understand that. Maybe they did that. not know. That's possible, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> so people take it for granted, I think, don't they? Especially oh, if they've seen them before, they're like, bleh, mm. and we're, whereas we're like, ah! They're like, see better. (laughs) We've had a lovely, lovely time talking to you today, Thomas, and it's been interesting to find out all about uh, Leipzig and then the radio station and everything where you work. Yeah, well, it was a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me here on the show. I don't think we'll murder him. (laughs) Yeah, I need him again. Yeah, you you do need him. (laughs) Ooh, I'm lucky. (laughs) Yes, a few of our other guests have met at questionable ends. Yeah, I think like in the museum where we were, they explained this um, ship burial mm-hmm. or oh, the funeral. Viking burial. Yeah, mm-hmm. where yeah. they push you out in. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Thomas was like, "Whoa, what's that?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I know this. Kirsten told me about it." <laughs> <laughs> See, I've I've got random shitty knowledge for something. So yeah, join us next week and yeah, are you can of course my part is starting. Yeah, yeah. You can listen to our podcast, yeah, which is yeah, yeah. Uh, on iTunes or on. Uh, the script.no page yeah yeah uh, and we've got a Facebook it. page as well to like yeah. yeah yeah exactly you can give a like there or you can yeah share your ideas what we should talk about or if you are international and you want to join our show you can also text us there so yeah. here come in interaction with us yeah c- come we're lonely we need we need to meet you <laughs> and we need laugh and attention <laughs> yeah give us attention so anyway Please. this has been no way with me kirsten nicole and our special guest thomas